Hey, good afternoon, everybody. It's so good to have you here on Listen Up. And uh, coming up in about three hours, I will be on Twitter Spaces with Rhino, and we'll be talking about our Sacramento Kings preseason preview. But good to have you here. And if you want to talk about last night's games, we can do so with uh, the Bengals finding a way to win, beating the Rams, and Philadelphia making uh, really easy work of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not surprised there. Tampa's just not that good. They hadn't played anybody. And it really showed last night, Philadelphia, a superior team. So uh, the Eagles now 3-0, and they have a one-game lead in their division. Cincinnati needed that win desperately. Uh, very difficult to fall back 0-3, and uh, they got the job done. Not great. Joe Burrow wasn't great, uh, but good enough uh, to get the win against uh, the Rams. So week three is in the books in the National Football League, and that means we can uh, set our sights for the games coming up this weekend. I'll tell you, we got a good game, or at least on schedule, on paper, a good game coming up Thursday night. Detroit and Green Bay. Now, I hate division games on a Thursday. I hate them, but it is what it is. So you got Detroit at Green Bay. Then your other games, and I'll go early to late. All right, we'll start off with the early games, and we'll get you to the late games. Atlanta is at Jacksonville. That's in London. And that's at 9.30 in the morning, all right? That's 9.30 Eastern, so 6.30 here. You got Miami at Buffalo. That's, without question, the number one game on the card this week. The game that is not number one on the card this week is Denver at Chicago. You got Baltimore at Cleveland, big game there. Cincinnati is at Tennessee. You have the Colts hosting the Rams. Uh, the Bucks travel to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Washington is at Philadelphia. Carolina home to Minnesota. The Steelers are in Houston to take on the Texans. Vegas is at SoFi against the Chargers. So it's the Raiders and the Chargers. New England at Dallas. San Francisco home to Arizona. And your Sunday night game, Kansas City is at the Jets. And your Monday night game has Seattle at the Giants. So MetLife Stadium, a pretty busy 24 hours going from the Jets to the Giants. Kansas City in on Sunday night, Seattle in on Monday night. So there you have it, your week four schedule in the National Football League. So if you want to talk about that, we can do so. All you got to do is raise your hand. Don't forget tonight, Ryan and I will be on and we will have our Kings preseason uh, preview. We'll see how this team is looking. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. I think most people do uh, as well. Uh, college football coming up on Saturday, number three, Texas. Taking on number 24, Kansas. When's the last time Kansas in football was ever ranked? You almost have to do a double take right there. You got uh, uh, Ole Miss and LSU, a 20, hosting a 13. Uh, elsewhere in college football, you got Notre Dame, number 11 in the country, at 17th ranked Duke. You've got, really, that's about it, you know, in terms of uh, the real good games. No, no other teams uh, that are ranked. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and those are pretty much uh, the best games. So if you want to get in on the program, you know the routine, uh, raise your hand, and uh, we will put you right on the show. All right, we can talk about the NBA starting up. We can talk about uh, the NFL. We can talk college football. Did you hear what Joe Namath said today, or yesterday, rather, on the Michael K show? Do you see that? Oh, boy. Wow. He destroyed Zach Wilson. Joe Namath destroyed 
Zach Wilson, and the Jets. And Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show today. And he said that his teammates got to do a better job of handling adversity. And he'd like the fans, including Joe Namath, to stay positive. Well, Aaron, let me tell you something, all right? You're in New York, all right? Don't be telling the fans what to do, okay? He said, quote, I think we need to hold our poise a little bit better across the board. Just offensively, we need to not have some of those things happen on the sideline and to be a little better to be just to be a little bit better competitors. But I wouldn't be uh, coming after Joe Namath or uh, the fans, right? There we have it. Aaron said, I'd like to see everybody stick together, our fan base, our former players, and our current players, because there's too much negativity and the world is crashing down after three weeks. No, Aaron, the world is not crashing down after three weeks, okay? The world, okay, is crashing down after six decades, okay? It's not three weeks. It's six decades. The fans, they have every right to act the way they are because they have not had a team to really root for in a long, 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 long time. So it hasn't been three weeks. All right, let's get to Al. Welcome to the show, Al. How are you? I think Namath thought I'd come out of retirement. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, he had his comments yesterday on the uh, on the Michael K show were unbelievable. I, I was so blown away by it, I put it on my podcast today. Oh, yeah, I, I listened to your, your podcast. But you know what? It's just this is New York, man, and you just said it. In 1968, was there was their Super Bowl win? That's 32 and 23. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm trying to do the math in my head, man. It's yeah. like it's it's been forever. You know, they've never been back. Six decades. You can't you can't have that kind of ineptitude in the in the great state of New York, man, and and last very long, man. I mean, just so you know. Wilson just, you know, he's just, they've got a, I don't know what a solution would be for them, but man, they've got to find, find an alternative because it's too bad because they've got talented, a skill position. They've got a talented defense, but you know, you're, you're like two thirds of a team, you know, it's just, it just doesn't, uh, not going to do it, but yeah, I guess what, and they're playing Kansas city this week and you got to figure oh they're Lord. not going to be Kansas city. Oh Lord. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, it seems to me that right now, you know, Buffalo has gotten their mojo back, you know, after a stinker, you know, that stinker, uh, weird loss against the Jets. Kansas City's definitely righted the ship. <laughs> man, I mean, Miami. Cousin, Miami, man, you know, Miami and Buffalo, man, right now, they're heading, they're heading for Yeah. Yeah, that's good. How do you size that one up? I'm kind of thinking it's in Buffalo, but, man, this is, this is kind of like one of those games, Nate, that to beat a man, you got to beat the man. And this I is like where Miami. Miami's. I think Miami's a better team, and I, I think yeah. Buffalo is not going to be able to stop Miami. And I, I, th- I just, I haven't seen a defense. I just don't see it from Buffalo's perspective. Um, I don't think it really matters that they're playing in Buffalo. I think Miami's right now, again today, it may change, but I think they're a better team. Well, it's hard to argue with seventy points. They they beat the my Rams. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't born yet. But the old record for yards in a game, I think my team had the Rams. The old greatest show on turf had like six hundred and something yards, and they beat that record. 
They want him well, to go for the for the points record, but boy, that'd be really rubbing it in. You know, to kick a field goal, you're up 50 points. <laughs> Just I'm glad they didn't do it myself. But yeah, and the weather in you, Buffalo on Sunday is supposed to be 78 degrees and sunny. So Miami's going to feel like their weather's in South Florida, and that means a fast track. Buffalo's going to have a very yeah. difficult time slowing them down. And you know what? And I've got Jalen Waddle on my fantasy team, and he's their, wow. one of their uh, and he didn't even play. He's he's got a, he's right. got an oblique. So That's look right. at this. He's one of the you know top ten, you know top fifteen receivers in the fantasy league, and he doesn't even play, and they put up seventy. So my God, Raheem Mostert goes off, and my team, yep. uh, McVay, man. You know, I don't want to sound like an armchair quarterback, but. It's, they get his first down on the two yard line, and he throws three times, and then he kicks a field goal. So, well, at least try to give it a run or two, or even like if the run streak, you know, he just kind of gets pass happy. I, it felt like the game was there for the Rams. You know, the defense was playing well, and Joe definitely wasn't 100%. You know, you could tell. And he, you know, but, you know, it just was frustrating for me to, to watch. Yep. It, it just, it just, Hey, let me ask you a question. Did you watch? Yeah. Were you a baseball fan growing up? Oh yeah. Did you uh, you watch Brooks Robinson play a lot? Yeah. In fact, if yeah. I, he's he's my uh, all time greatest third baseman. Yeah, he died today, and that's why I'm bringing him oh. up. He passed away. He passed away today at age 86. And the reason why you and I are the same generation, and you know, Brooks Robinson to me was uh, as good as there has ever been oh. at third base. And for, you know, in the Baltimore Orioles in that era when they had their great teams and Earl Weaver was the manager. But Brooks Robinson, boy, he he was something else on the hot corner. Oh, my God. He had that that big glove and he would just anything like him and, you know, Johnny Bench at catcher. My my all time teams, a lot of my guys go back to that era. And then they had had uh, Palmer, Cuellar. uh, They they had their their big four uh, starting pitchers in, in. that, that's yeah. sad. That's sad news. He was. He was. He's my all-time at third base, and uh, yeah, that's a. I, I, I love that era, man. Goose Gossage, you know, you t- speak to Goose Gossage and uh, and uh, and uh, oh, who was your pitcher, man? Well, remember, um, you remember? You remember who the first baseman was on that team? They had Boog Powell, you know, on the yeah. Orioles, you know, and Brooks right. Robinson and that team, and um, that that. But Brooks Robinson, boy, could he, boy, could he pick oh. him at third base, man? Oh, he he he's my all time at, at at third yeah. base. I remember, no, I remember I speaking of baseball. You know, as a kid, I'm I'm living in the South Bay area, and Willie Mays would do this public service announcement to not play with blasting caps. Kids, don't if you see it blasting, don't don't touch them. Don't they're blasting caps. I'm thinking to myself, I'm a little scruffy little red haired kid living in a in a farming community, you know, and, and what the hell's a plastic cap? We had firecrackers and cherry bombs, but he come out, he did a PSA. This is Willie Mays, and he's don't touch the plastic caps, but call a police vendor. <laughs> I'll never forget that, that commercial. You have to Google wow. it, man, because that's a uh, who's your uh. As far as baseball goes, man, I, I'd have to put. And Frank Robinson was on those those Orioles teams yep. too, man. Those yep. teams were loaded, man. They were loaded. They were unbelievable. They were unbelievable. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I didn't really have. I mean, I grew up in the Mickey Mantle era. That was the first player that I really gravitated towards when I was a li- when yep. I was a little boy. But uh, I would say Thurman Munson was one of my favorite players of all mm. time. Oh. I love Thurman. I mean, um, I would say. Oh, what a tragedy. The plane crash. Yeah. Oh. 
Awesome. I, I love Spark, I love Sparky Lyle coming out of the bullpen for the Yankees. He was one of my favorite Yankees. He had that big wad of tobacco in his jaw, oh, yeah. the lefty with a slider. I loved him. Uh, you know, there were a lot yeah. of guys that I loved. I mean, that era of baseball, you, when the, you, know, yeah. the, you, you know, the Dodgers were very good in the 70s after yeah. the Reds, the big red machine. I mean, I, yeah. I still think to this day that big red machine with Sparky Anderson managing, with that pitching oh. staff, with those Hall of Famers, I still, to me, think that's the greatest team of all time. You know, I saw a picture of their lineup. I'm on this, this feed comes, Pat, on one of my uh, social group, and it showed the big red machine. I think half those guys are in the Hall of Fame. They are. They are Joe Morgan, right. Johnny Bench, yep. uh, Tony Perez. Tony, you know, oh, my God, Nate, that was, you were right, man. George Foster, they, they were loaded, Pete. There were, the, they were no, there were no easy outs when you uh-uh. played. That team, there was no easy out. I mean, except for the pitcher when they came up to bat. But, I mean, yeah. you just think about Pete Rose, Johnny Bench, Joe Morgan, Tony Perez. Okay, and then you got oh. Dave Concepcion, George yeah. Foster. You have Ken yeah. Griffey Sr. was on that team, too, you know? Man, Tony Concepcion, I forgot about him, man. Sure, what a yep. terrific shortstop. Yeah, that, those are some fun days, man. But um, I just uh, wanted to call and say I was disappointed with the game. But, you know, they got to – they got to get it back against the Colts there in Indianapolis this, this Sunday. Yep. But uh, R.I.P. to, RIP to uh, Brooks, man, Boog Powell, man, all the, you yep. know, that, the, the colorful era of the 70s, man. They had so many, so many great players. But thanks for taking my call, and you have a good day. Thank you. Appreciate it. I believe, and I'm doing this off memory, I can't remember if it was 70, 71, or 72, but I remember that the Cincinnati Reds, had seven players on the All-Star team. Think about that. Seven. Seven. I think it was 70 or 71, but think about that for a minute. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, they were the real deal. Oh, boy, were they good. They were the real, real deal. That team. I still think I haven't seen a better team than that. And I've seen some great teams, but I'd have to put that at the top of the list. All right, let's get to Connor. Hello, Connor. Welcome to the show. Hey, Grant. How's it going? Good, Connor. What's up? Yeah, so I just wanted to talk about some of the NFL storylines. and it Yeah, seems speak like up a little bit, a please. It seems like it was a trend this weekend to have a lot of bad coaching. It just seemed across the league with Terrible. what Sean Payton's done. And I look at the Chargers, even though they ended up winning the game, I don't know how this Brandon Staley guy, what goes through his mind when he makes a lot of choices. How about Josh McDaniels? Yeah, he was the other name I was going to mention. It's just, it's terrible. You're down by eight points and you're going to kick a field goal. just doesn't make sense. It's incompetent. I mean, really, there's no other way to say it. That's incompetency. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. And, you know, Brandon Staley, uh, again, you and I both know it. If the Vikings don't throw that interception to win the game, he's, he's fired before he walks off the field. Yeah, I totally agree. And I can see, like, how it was in – the Rams Bengals game, if you're down 10 points, I understand you can take the field goal because you need a field goal in the touchdown anyway. doesn't matter the order you get it in, but when it's a one score game, kicking a field goal, how do you walk back into your locker room after the game? Unbelievable. Right? Wow. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. And then what about the Giants? I think it's we're going to be talking about the same thing we're talking about in week two against the Cardinals. I think this is another must-win game because you look at the next two games after that at Miami, at Buffalo on Sunday night football, 
it's like you almost you have to have this game on Monday night. Uh, I think with Miami coming up next and their schedule, absolutely. Barkley is uh, did not uh, well. He's not going to practice tomorrow. He's still day to day, but I, I can't imagine Saquon Barkley being, you know, uh, anywhere near a hundred percent. But I think they need him on the field. The, the giant. Uh, the good news is Andrew Thomas uh, looks like he's going to be back. They're going to need him, but uh, this is a huge game for them. You are one hundred percent correct. Huge game. Yeah, and then another thing. I don't mean to be rude, but it seems like it was a perfect definition of karma with what Sean Payton said about Nathaniel Hackett, and then to see his team and how they've played the first three weeks. Just, it's pretty ironic how that's gone for the Broncos this year. Yep. And Sean Payton uh, looks real bad here. And all of the criticism that he's receiving, he has earned. He's done it to himself. You know what? He's done it to himself. Yeah, and people were saying in the offseason, why do you pick the Broncos? He could have waited a little longer and gotten a lot of other good coaching jobs. And now I don't see him getting another coaching job because who would want the guy at this point with what they've seen so yep. far? It's a mess, right? I mean, there are a lot of issues going on. I mean, when, when in New York, when you have an iconic figure like Joe Namath uh, answer a question directly of whether you think Robert Sala should be fired, and he said yes. I mean, that that's unbelievable. That's all they're talking about in New York right now. Yeah, and then last thing, usually you have to pay to watch the NFL, but I think that this week the NFL should pay to have you watch the Bears and Broncos game. Oh, boy. Well, I guess barring a tie, someone's got to win, right? Yeah, I heard you and Ryan yesterday were talking about maybe a 0-0 tie for the first time. Obviously, oh, my gosh. I don't think that happens. But, I mean, Who do you think is going to win that game? Who do you think is going to win? I think it comes down to the quarterback, and I think I don't think there's been a quarterback that's performed worse than Justin Fields this year. He's just been I agree. incredibly underwhelming so far. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, that's uh, – wow. Denver and the Bears. Wow, that that's awful. Yep. I look forward to your Twitter spaces tonight. I'll be there. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Yeah, Ryan and I are going to be on tonight at 7 o'clock on Twitter spaces. Uh, hope you can join us. For that one. All right, let's get to Jerry. Jerry, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good, Grant. How are you, sir? I'm good, buddy. Hey, Grant, a couple things. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm watching football. You know what? I don't give a rat's ass about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. You know what? <laughs> Stop showing them every single freaking time out. Really? I'm there to watch football. I did my rant okay? on it. I did my I, rant on it today. Grant. I'm driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, uh, one more thing uh, about the Twitter spaces. Um, uh, you know what? I'm really not uh, you know, technically about, about, about how to do that stuff. How do I do that, Grant? Is there like a link? Are you, you on Twitter? To? Yeah. Are you on Twitter? Well, you follow me on Twitter and you just, you know, click on my link that I'm going to have on there on Twitter spaces. I see. And you'll, I, I've never been on Twitter spaces either. I'm going to be learning for the first time tonight. But if you follow me, you just hit Twitter Spaces where my link that I put out, and you'll 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 be you'll be like just listen app except for it's on Twitter. Okay, and Grant, one more thing: um, when are you going to get your uh, Travis Kelsey jersey? Yeah, I, I think I may have to wait on that because you know what? They're all sold out right now, Jerry. I tried to order it a little bit earlier, but now it's on a back order, and it's going to take a long time. So, yeah, that could be a real issue. You know, that could be an issue. What? A, what about uh, Taylor Swift? She's got a lot of things for sale, right? I can oh, buy, you know, oh, I'm sure a hat or I don't know. What do you buy from a musician? What kind of things do they sell? I, I'm just, what, is it shirts, sweatshirts? Like, what do you, what do you buy? I, I don't know. I've never bought anything from a musician before 
or singer, I don't know what I don't know what to do. You know, do I buy a cowboy hat and put Taylor Swift on it? What do I do? You know, Grant, I can tell you one thing right now. You know, this man is not spending any money for that bullshit. So, sir, thanks for taking my call, Grant. My pleasure, Jerry. You take care. Bye bye. Yeah, I'm with Jerry on that one. He's spot on. Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. i got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Z-Biotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. Let's get back to Al. Yes, Al. Hey, Grant. Sorry to call you back, but real quick, I was wondering if you could just elaborate on Sean's uh, this player's fans app and what exactly yes. it is. I tried to Google it and also your Twitter space and how is that going to be different? Because I might get back on Twitter just to join, follow you on this. So if you could on okay. those two, I'll, okay. I'll let you go. Okay. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, well, first of all, let me get to... Uh, the app it's pro sports fans so you can download it uh psf all right psf pro sports fans and you can uh, check it out all right so psf pro sports fans now as far as twitter space uh, i've never been on it before all right so this is going to be the first time for me and ryan is the one that suggested i do this and he thought it would be very good because of all the followers that I have on Twitter. And so I'm taking his word on it. No, I'm just kidding. But you will be able to follow me. And if you follow me on social media, then you'll know. All right. So if you just follow me, you'll see at seven o'clock my, I guess, link that you'll click on right there on Twitter and bingo. I'll be on. All right. I'll be on. 
So hopefully I don't have any issues tonight. But, you know, again, I, I think this could be a really good thing. We could have a lot of people, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And then I think Ryan, not think Ryan and I are going to be doing uh, Kings coverage on uh, pro sports fans as well because this app is unbelievable. It's great. So, you know, you got to keep up with the Joneses, okay? Uh, you know, it's about evolving and trying to corner the biggest audience that you can get. So, again, looking forward to it tonight at 7 o'clock. Do you know that uh, preseason hockey is underway? That's exactly right. They're dropping the puck at MSG. Let's go, Rangers. A little New York Ranger hockey tonight in New York at Madison Square Garden. Guess who's on the call? The one and only Kenny Albert, who does everything. That's right. Kenny Albert doing a little hockey tonight. At MSG, it's his 28th season behind the mic of New York Rangers hockey. Love it. Good stuff right there. All right. Again, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand and do not forget to join us on Twitter Spaces. If you follow me on Twitter at Grant Napier Show, it should be a piece of cake. All right. I said should. Didn't say would. Should. It should be a piece of cake. Not will be a piece of cake should be a piece of cake. So I'm, I'm confident that we're going to be able to do it and hope everybody enjoys. All right. All right. Again, what do you want to talk about? Hit me up games last night. Philadelphia looked a lot better. They couldn't punch it in on their first couple drives and they really should have scored at least one touchdown of the first two drives. And they, they could not, they, they just got sloppy. But the point they dominate that football game. Dominate the football game. They're they're gonna be right there. I still I said at the beginning of the year, and I'm not changing my opinion. You know, I think you have San Francisco and you have Philadelphia. And again, I I said this before the season began. I, I just cannot pick a team that has Dak Prescott as the quarterback. Can't do it. Sorry. Can't do it. I just don't see it getting done. I just don't see it. And boy, what a devastating injury too with Diggs going out for the year. Now they're on thin ice defensively. They cannot afford uh, to lose another starter. You know, again, that could happen with the Cowboys. I mean, uh, with the Eagles, it could happen with the 49ers where, you know, you get these injuries. But if you're looking at right now, those two teams, I still think they're the two best teams in football. I think that the, the all-around team of Philadelphia and San Francisco is definitely better than the team in Dallas. Now, we're waiting for that other team to emerge, right? Remember every year we always talk about a team? All right, I'll ask you this. If Green Bay, if Green Bay wins at home this week, okay, and they beat the Lions coming up on a short week on Thursday Night Football, will we start looking at them and will we maybe say, you know what? That's one of the teams in the NFC that we really didn't know about because of the quarterback situation. And they got off to a three and one start. Now, three and one doesn't get you into the playoffs. But I'm just wondering if that might be the team that we look at. You know, when you look at their schedule, too, you know, because they're in a very easy division, relatively speaking, 
After this, they play at the Raiders, Monday Night Football. Then they have a bye week. Then they're at Denver, home Minnesota, home the Rams, at Pittsburgh, home Chargers, at Detroit, home Kansas City, at the Giants, Tampa Bay, at Carolina, at Minnesota, Chicago. So if they win this week, they're in a they're they're in a pretty good position. In a pretty good position. You know, if I'm looking at wins, I'm looking at the Raiders, I'm looking at the Broncos. I'm looking at Tampa, I'm looking at Carolina, that's four right there. I'm looking at the Bears, that's five. I mean, they got a good chance of being a divisional winner or a wild card if if they go out and win the game coming up this week on Thursday night. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls and we say hello to Waggus. Hey, Waggus, how are you? I'm doing good, Grant. Um, So I wanted to hop on real quick, and you had said earlier on when Connor was on that um, if Kirk Cousins doesn't throw that interception, you know, uh, Staley probably gets fired. I guess my question to you is that, and, you know, I'm just trying to better understand is, why shouldn't he get fired right now? He already, It's not like, he, I mean, he made the decision. He just got bailed out of it. I don't disagree with that. I'm just telling okay. you what I think would have happened, not what I think should have happened. I personally would have fired the guy immediately after the game if I owned the team. But I'm just saying that the pressure on the organization would have been too great from everyone, both media and fans alike, and they would have had no choice. But because they won, I think he saves himself for at least another week. So what I believe should happen and what I think would have happened are two different things. Okay, got it. Um, second of all, getting back to that Raider situation, it, it, it you know, after we talked yesterday, it reminded me of that NFC Championship game, Rodgers versus Brady. Similar situation, right? Up by eight, they kicked the field goal instead of going for it. Um, and then after that, Aaron Rodgers wasn't really – I mean, I know the next year – uh, Refresh my memory. What was down in distance then? Uh, it time? was fourth down. It was fourth down, okay. and, and the Packers were down by eight. Exactly. Well, oh, that's right. You're right. No, you're right. You're, you know yeah. what? You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're exactly yeah. right. And uh, that was a horrible decision. And – Everyone talked about Rodgers after the game. Yes, I do remember it vividly now. You're right. That was just as bad. That that one might even have been worse because of what was at stake. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you yep. know, I mean, you yep. have more. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I guess my thing is, do you think that that play – because yesterday you mentioned something that was I thought was really, you know, um, I, I kind of agree with, you know, losing the locker room after a decision like that. But do you think that maybe that was the beginning of the end for Aaron Rodgers right there after that call? Do you think he kind of lost respect there? Yes, I do think that was – I think you make a great point. Yes, okay. I do think that was a huge turning point for him within that organization. I think you're spot on. Good job by you. You're spot on. Yeah, and obviously I'm very hurt that Aaron Rodgers is hurt because I really wanted to see him play. Yep. Me too. Um, do you think he comes back like next yes. year? And, yes. And, and you've been – Okay, and you've been around athletes a lot, um, and obviously we know that over time it gets uh, over time technology has gotten better. But how effective can he be at forty years old coming back from an Achilles? All I can tell you is, since I'm not a doctor, it seems to me that athletes that are older that come back from this type of procedure end up hurting another part of their body the following year, and a lot of times it's their knee, uh, and that concerns me or their other ACL because you are, and again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just, you're, you're, 
you're changing your gait when you're rehabbing. You're putting so much pressure on the other side of your body. I mean, it, it, it happened to Clay Thompson. It happened to Kevin Durant. We can go on and on. Now, this is football, not basketball, but at his age and everything. And plus, they just did a brand new procedure on him, a relatively new procedure for the Achilles. There's not a lot of data behind this. So keep that in mind as well. Okay. And then um, another thing, um, I, I was watching TikTok videos and um, this uh, video came up of Rashid Wallace and Bonzi Wells. And I know Bonzi played in Sacramento as well. Yep. But they yep. both were making the argument that, you know, back in the day, like like they gave an example, uh, I believe his name was Raja Bell uh, from Phoenix. Yep, Raja Suns. Bell. Um, yep. um, great defender, was locking up Kobe, yep. right, a lot. And yep. then all of a sudden, if it's like a big-time game on Sunday afternoon on NBC, all of a sudden, you know, uh, the referees would be geared towards calling fouls and taking him out of the play or, or out of the game because of that reason. So, obviously, Grant, you have a lot of experience in this, you know, being a broadcaster. Did that, I mean, as a Kings fan, obviously, you know, we all know, you know, obviously we, right. we have yeah. had our own right. issues. Right. So, do you think that home crowds, because I know the Kings got a lot of calls too because of their home fan. Yep. But do you think home crowds and maybe big market teams get calls when they shouldn't? In big games. I think they used to. I don't know if they still do, but yeah, I think there was an era back then when they, they, they tended to get more of the whistles than the road team. So yeah, I, I don't think it happens as much now. And okay. I think all you got to do is look at, uh, um, well, look at how many road teams win playoff yeah. series in the NBA. Now it, it's commonplace. It happens all the time. So, but back when the era that you're talking about, yeah, I think it did happen. I guess what my, and maybe you don't know the answer to this. Were they instructed by the NBA to do that, to take care of their I have no players? idea. Okay. I, right. I, no, I, yeah. First of all, I, I'll answer the question. I would be shocked if they were told to. I don't believe that's the case. Okay. But, you know, again, that, that was a different error. Got it. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, Grant. All right, buddy. Good hearing Man. from you, Waggis. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right. Good stuff right there. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and we bring back Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Grant, I know uh, twice is a uh, no-no, but I just had a quick question for you. Grant, yep. with the New York Jets, all right, now with all these primetime yep. games they're going to be having this season, now that Aaron yep. Rodgers is gone, can the NFL take them out of that and put somebody else on, or is there some Well, kind of yeah, the Sunday night games, they can for the Sunday night game, absolutely. Not Monday night, uh, but Sunday night. So, yes, they can. So, Grant, so why can't they do it Sunday, but they can't do it Monday? Because that's the rules. You know, I, I don't know oh, why. Okay. That's just the, the NFL flexing rules. You know, I think there was some talk about changing this year for Monday Night Football, too, for, I think, four weeks. But I, I don't know if that ever, you know, happened or not. But that's just the way it is. You know, Sunday Night Football, the, you can flex those games and uh, during a certain part of the season. So, yeah, they could do that. They could do that with any team. Yes, absolutely. Grant, with the NBA, could, uh, like, remember when Jordan went to the Washington Washington Wizards, and they had so many games on national television. Could they have done that too, or wait? Say that one more time again. Okay. I, I'm not following you. When uh, when Jordan went to the Washington Wizards, and yeah. the Wizards had so many games on nationally televised games, could the NBA um, could they have you know switch those games too? If let's say if Jordan would have got hurt, you know, honestly, Jerry, uh, that's a long time ago, and I can't okay. remember off the top of my head what the network rules were as it pertained to games. I believe the answer to that question is yes, they could have, but, but don't hold me to it. It was a long time ago, and I, I, I don't recall. 
Well, you know, that's a first, Grant, because, you know what, dude, you're hey, Jerry, let me ask, Jerry, let me yes. ask you a question. When you were yes. in kindergarten that one year and you <laughs> left your lunch at home, do you remember, do you get in trouble or well, like what, what happened on that particular day? That's just cold, man. That's just cold, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. All right, I'm see you, Jerry. You, I'm going to let you go. How about Jerry asking me a, a, a network TV question from the freaking 90s? You know, Really? Really? Uh, Jerry's asking me a question about the network TV and Jordan from 30 years ago in 1998, 1997. Come on. What's wrong with you? 25 years ago. Come on, Jerry. Oh, my gosh. All right. So don't forget Twitter is tonight, 7 o'clock. All right. I'll be on with Ryan. I'm going to learn how to work it. Should be pretty easy. But then again, not too many things are easy for me when it comes to technology, but I'm confident that I'll be able to get the job done tonight at seven o'clock. Don't forget tomorrow, open forum Wednesday, right here on Listen Up. Take care, everyone. Don't forget to check out my podcast today if you don't like that. Also, many of you requested Nakes. You got to go on TikTok. I'm on TikTok right now. All right. So you can look at my videos on TikTok and you can make comments. And, you know, Waggus was a big proponent of that. He's like, Nakes, you got to go on TikTok. You got to be on TikTok. Come on, Napes. Get with the flow. All right? Get, get with society. You got to go on TikTok. I'm like, all right. So I'm at G Napier. All right? At G Napier on TikTok. And I got an amazing 44 followers. So I'm on fire right now. I'm big time with 44 followers. Yeah, I'm done. Wow. Big time with 44 followers. Oh, gosh. All right. I'll... <laughs> I'll talk to you later over on uh, Twitter Spaces. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, everybody. Or is it Wednesday? What the hell is today? Today's Tuesday. Wake up, Nate Pear. Being distracted. I got phone calls like Jerry and he throws me off kilter with these stupid-ass questions from 1996 and 7 and 8. Who cares? Or whenever the hell that was. Nobody cares whether the games were switched or not. 30 freaking years ago, Jerry. Nobody cares. All right. On that note, so long, everybody.